Hey folks, Duke Machado here again, coming to you today's Friday, August 10th, and I've got a few things I need to discuss with you, kind of uh, put some exclamation points on some topics that I've been thinking about the past few days. You know, I, I get frustrated when I see ignorance on display, especially when it's designed, it's intentionally designed to mislead uninformed people. And we're going to talk about some of these things today. I do thank you for tuning in and listening to my podcast here. I'm in Texas. I'm in Central Texas area, Waco region. And, um, you know, we've got a lot going on here right now in the battle for our U.S. Senate. Ted Cruz, everybody knows Ted Cruz. He's got a Democrat challenger, Beto O'Rourke. Actually, it's a Robert, Robert O'Rourke, a.k.a. Beto. He's he taken on this Hispanic pseudo name. So, you know, watching him yesterday uh, caused me to do a little podcast, and I shared some thoughts on some of the things he was saying, which are basically following the socialist playbook. You know, I noticed that in the crowd of people... It was about 95% white. There were just a handful, and I mean just literally a handful of non-whites. I don't know what that means. Maybe you can ponder on that for a little bit. But uh, I thought it was interesting that there was, for the party that claims to be diverse, there sure wasn't a lot of diversity. And this is in Houston, or Katy area, which claims to be one of the most diverse regions in Texas. So just ponder on that for a little bit. I thought it was interesting. So today everybody's talking about some of the preseason NFL games that were on last night, past few days. And, of course, the whole topic of standing for our national anthem is hot. It's hot right now. And the black community, for the most part, supports kneeling for social justice. They choose the absolute worst moment to do it during the national anthem. Even Dak Prescott, quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, has said and doubled down and tripled down, stating that that's not the time to protest. Uh, legend Jim Brown also came out and said that is not the time to do it. But you still have people just, just absolutely uh, taking advantage of the NFL, taking advantage of their position and... Uh, choosing that opportunity to kneel. Now, obviously, they don't like this country. And obviously, they have no pride in our American uh, values and our principles in our country. Uh, they're going to say that maybe those values are different for us because we don't know what it's like to have to be oppressed. 
Well, I don't know how much impression an NFL player making hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars a year, I don't know what kind of oppression they're facing. And, you know, they're, they're talking about police brutality and they're talking about uh, social justice. I want to point out that, you know, I know that that these folks get really emotional on certain issues, but they tend to skew the facts. They tend to believe whatever it is they want to believe on a situation. For example, the the hands up, don't you know, don't shoot. My hands are up. Uh, Michael Brown, I believe was his name, Brown. Uh, we all know, we all saw the footage. We all know that that was a lie. But it doesn't matter that he didn't have his hands up because they believe that he did. And even though the, the record shows and even though the video shows he didn't, uh, it doesn't go with their story, so they have to fabricate. And they, they continued to fabricate uh, reality and they pass this on and everybody believes it and they, the only way they can continue their movement is to keep everybody dumb and look my grandfather Alejandro Tijerina he served in the army during World War II he was wounded in France shot by German snipers he had a military uh funeral many years later of course he survived and he came back he had to go to Waco for shell shock is what they called it back there to be treated for we know now is PTSD and so all of our veterans from that era and all the different wars Vietnam Korea even now the Gulf Wars and Afghanistan Iraq and everything all of these veterans have sacrificed for our country, for us to be able to do the things that we want to do when we want to do them, and to be able to say things that we want to say without being thrown in prison by our government. And we can't, there are rules, you can't yell fire in a theater and a group or you can't there's certain things you can't say but for the most part we're free to say what we want do what we want go where we want we can cross state lines I can go all across the country each state has their own laws that I have to abide by but I can do it I don't need passports to travel across our country we have a great country I served in the Air Force I served, worked on nuclear missiles. I know what it's like to serve. I know what patriotism is. I know what it's like to have pride in our country. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with being proud of who we are. We are, contrary to what Barack Obama would say, we are the greatest nation on the planet. We are a Christian nation. Also, in spite of what Obama would have said or did say. 
We have values and principles that guide us. We have a constitution based on those Christian values, morals. We have elections. People aren't assassinated. Well, I don't know. There's, there's, there's some things that, that I might look into regarding Hillary Clinton, but for the most part, if you are running for office, you're not going to, your family's not going to be threatened. Uh, you're, you're not going to be assassinated here. You will in other countries. You will, like for example, in Mexico, uh, those mayors, those uh, people in the elected office, if they don't go along with the corruption, they're executed. We don't have that here. And why is that? Because we have certain rights. We have certain gifts that were given to us by God. We have the ability, thanks to our founding fathers, thanks to those genius founding fathers who knew the time that they created our country, that there was tyrannical governments out there, that the government could turn against the people, and that people needed the ability to defend themselves. And so we have the Second Amendment. Second Amendment says I can protect myself, my family. I can go buy guns. I can, I can do what I want to to protect myself, my property. You know, not every country is like that. Most countries are not like that. But we are. And I'm proud of that. That's something that makes us different. It's something that gives us a different stature in the world. Other countries know you can't just come to the United States and take over. You can't just wage war in the U.S. because we're all armed. We are the greatest country in the world. And don't let any of these liberals, any of these socialist American haters try to convince you otherwise. This is what I say to all these Antifa folks. Antifa, communist, socialist. Look, there's plenty of countries around the world. There's plenty of socialist and communist countries where you can go and you can live your life in complete happiness. Why don't you move to Venezuela? I'm sure they'd love to have you in their country. You could experience the joy of socialism. Why don't you move and leave our country? I'll tell you why you don't do it. <laughs> because you know better. You're playing games. You think you can have it both ways, but you know what? The gig is up. We know. You're just a little punk. You're just little losers who are upset because of something didn't go right in your life. Don't take it out on this country. This country's great. Odds are you probably made some bad decisions. Odds are you're not happy with your life. And so you're trying to take it out on us. Well, we didn't do anything to you. It's not our fault. In this country, if you want to make it, you can make it. All you have to do is try. All you have to do is believe and you can achieve. 
How many stories are there of people who started with nothing and became successful? Countless, countless stories, millions of stories like that. You wake up one day, you do something, you make a decision, you start making things happen. You can do that in this country, and that's what makes it an amazing place to be. And even all you socialists, you you even know that. You want to capitalize on our system. You want to profit on our system. But yet, at the same time, at the other side of your mouth, you're talking it down. Cowards. And then you cover your faces on top of it. Cowards. And you sucker punch people. Cowards. Illegal immigration. Jeez, don't even get me started on this. Let me tell you something. I'm sick and tired of all these Democrat socialist flakes trying to make me feel bad for not letting in every illegal immigrant or every person that wants to come into this country. I don't want every single person who wants to come here to come here. Not everyone who wants to come here qualifies to come here. Just look what happened recently. We've got we've got terrorist cells in our own country. We do. Look it up. We've got training camps in our own country where they're teaching Muslim extremists. Or we call them radicals, but I don't call them I don't think they're radical. They're just simply following their beliefs. And you know what? Those are just simple Muslim beliefs. So I don't want a whole nation of those people who hate us. Islam and Christianity don't mix. If people follow Islam, Christianity suffers. Christians suffer. If Christians follow Christianity, Muslims don't suffer. You don't see Christians lining up in this country hunting down Muslims. You don't see Christians organizing and plotting to take out Muslims. That's because that's not what we believe. But Muslims believe it. And if a Muslim doesn't believe it, then they're not a Muslim. Read the Quran. Learn. Don't be ignorant. Don't say things out of ignorance. It's no excuse. I don't want illegal immigrants crossing our border. We got to know who's coming. We've got to know they can contribute to our society. I don't want people coming here, getting on our welfare system taking resources that should go to our own citizens. And yes, there is a difference. There is a big difference between a U.S. citizen and a non-citizen. Non-citizens don't get to vote. Non-citizens shouldn't get any of our resources. It's common sense, folks. Common sense. You don't have to be a genius to figure this stuff out. At the same time, I realize we've got some issues with our legal immigration system. I'm not opposed to finding solutions to fix some of the problems. 
I know they exist. It shouldn't take 10 or 15 years to become a legal resident of this country. So, if there is a person who qualifies and is vetted and goes through the process and the system, I'm okay with them becoming residents. Down the road, if they want to become citizens, that's another story. I'm not opposed to that either, as long as they love this country. Don't hate our country. Don't come here in anger and take all your frustrations out for what's happening in your country against the American people. I don't want you here. No one wants you here. You're going to stand for the national anthem. You can call it mandatory. You can call it forced. Now they're calling it forced. That we American people who stand for the national anthem are only doing it because we feel like we're forced to do it. That's not true. No one has to tell me. No one even has to ask me. National Anthem starts playing. I stand up. Like I said, I'm a veteran. My grandfather's a veteran. My uncles were veterans. My father's a veteran. I'm going to stand. If I've got an issue, if I'm going to protest something, it's not going to be during the National Anthem. It's going to be at some other time. So I don't disrespect all those who sacrificed. And they can say what they want. They can they can say that they're not being disrespectful. It's not their intent to be disrespectful. I don't care if it's your intent or not. You are disrespecting our national anthem, our country, our flag, and what it represents. If you can't see that, then you're ignorant. You're a fool. You're blind. Message to socialists out there. You guys have totally infiltrated the Democrat Party. And I, I know that. I know you got lots of money and you're funding, funding candidates. And I know these candidates are beholden to you and your policies. And it's not new. It's been going on for a long time. I know this certain tactics that you guys have been putting in place for years and years trying to take this country down and the Democrats are helping you but thank God thank God for our Republican Party thank God for conservatives and Republican leaders who see what you're doing who are standing against you and thank God for small miracles like failure of socialism around the world. Look at Venezuela. There's people are starving. They don't even have systems. They can't pick up their garbage. They can't they can't do the little things that look look at our country. Look at our we we've got we've got multiple services. We've got cable. We've got multiple cable outlets. You can watch any channel, you can hop in your car, you can go to just about any corner and get gasoline. You can go to just about any grocery store and get whatever you want. You don't want anything at that grocery store. Let's go to let's go to another grocery store that has organic foods. Oh, you don't like what they've got? Well, you know, 
Just order it online. They'll deliver it to you. Just order it. Place your order. They'll have it ready sitting on a curb for you to go pick up. You want to go swimming? We've got lots of places to go swimming. We've got YMCAs. We've got city swimming pools. We've got all kinds. You can go anywhere you want to go swimming. You can jump in our rivers and go swimming. You want to get on a boat and go fishing? You can go fishing. (laughs) You want to go on a vacation? You want to fly around? You want to tour uh, different uh, parts of the world, different parts of the country? We can do all that. You want to turn on your AC and set it on 70 degrees and uh, freeze yourself out every day like I do? You can do that. You got to pay for it. You can do it. Go to Venezuela. Go to any socialist country and try to do that. (laughs) Try to live like you live in America. First of all, you're going to have to go on a diet because there's no food. Then you're going to have to be absolutely loaded because your money is worth nothing. Is that is that what you want for this country? And if it is, you're an idiot. Why do we want that for our people? See, that's a difference in our country and other countries. We're capitalists. We seize the moment. We seize opportunities that are there before us. We take advantage of of that moment. We can invest. We can use our own manpower. We can, whatever we want to do, we can duplicate our efforts. Want to start a website, start a business and sell something? Do it. Go try to do that in Venezuela. It's not going to work. Socialism is a lost cause. And anyone trying to convince you that socialism is the future, run away from those people. Or actually, turn them in. (laughs) Those people are enemies to our future, to your children's future. You want your kids growing up in a socialist nation? I don't. See, here's the thing. Socialists, they want everybody equal. They want everybody the same. No one is going to be rich, according to them, and no one's going to be poor. Everybody is going to be average. Well, that's a dream killer. It's a dream killer, and it's what basically the antithesis of what being an American is all about. You shouldn't have to wake up in the morning and strive to be average. You should wake up every morning and hope to do better than the day before. Hope to gain more for your family. And do more. It's not my responsibility. It's not my personal responsibility to treat and to take care of others Mm -hmm. who can't take care of themselves. Now, I want to mention that we have a system already in place designed to take care of those who can't take care of themselves. Taxpayers pay into this by the billions. It's called our welfare system. It's supposed to be a safety net. It's not supposed to be a way of life. 
yet socialists will have you believe, and Democrats would have you believe that you deserve this way of life. You deserve to have all these financial benefits. You deserve to have government housing. You deserve to have an SSI check. You deserve to have free college tuition. I mean, it all sounds great, right? You deserve to be able to have an abortion whenever you want it. You deserve, illegal immigrants deserve to be here. And then, and then you have pastors walking around, Democrat, I'll call them socialist pastors. Confused is what I call them. They're going to try to twist the Bible to make it seem as though we're supposed to be socialists. They're going to take a verse out of context and make it seem like, yeah, that's what Jesus would do. And they're going to leave out all the other verses that say that you're supposed to provide for yourself. You're supposed to work. You're supposed to earn. These pastors are no good. These pastors are leading their flocks off the cliff. They're keeping them rounded up and and dumb, dumb down. They're fake pastors. They're doing their job. They're doing the bidding of the Democrat Party. I don't know if they're getting paid or I don't know what, but it makes no sense. It's un-American. Well, bring me back to my main topic here. The beginning we started out. We have to have pride in our country. And there's nothing wrong with having pride. There's nothing wrong with displaying your American flag. In Texas, we display our Texas flag. That doesn't mean, you know, Texas used to be part of the South. Texas used to be a slave state. Does that what does that mean? Does that mean the Texas flag is we're going to eliminate our Texas flag now? We got to get rid of it because it's offensive to people. Let me tell you something. There are no people. There are no people alive today who were slaves. There are no people alive today whose parents were slaves. And there's very few people alive today whose grandparents were slaves. So let's stop with the plantation mentality. Let's stop with the, you're owed something. Nobody owes you anything. If anyone owes you anything, you owe yourself. You owe yourself to make something happen. Don't wait for somebody else to do something for you. Don't wait for the government to come in and save you. Don't wait for Democrats to come in and save you from whatever can't do it Democrats are going to come in and drown you they're going to keep you just your nose just above water you're going to tread water for the rest of your life is that what you want I'd like to think you'd like to break those chains I'd like to think you want more out of life and that you're not going to count on the government you're not going to count on a politician you're going to count on yourself 
That's what's missing in America. We can't make excuses for ourselves anymore. Even me, even me, things aren't going right. I got to make a change. I don't like the direction my life is going. I got to do something different. I'm not going to just stop, throw my hands up and say, well, this country sucks. Everybody's down on Hispanics. Hispanics are not being treated fairly, so I'm not being treated fairly. I don't, you know what? I don't care how you treat me. It doesn't matter how you treat me. Because I'm going to do what I have to do. If everybody had that kind of attitude, I think we'd be in a much better place. So those are just some thoughts for the day. I'm going to talk about some gun violence and what's going on in Chicago and Detroit and all these other Democrat-held cities in another podcast. Duke Machado here. I'm out of here.